It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Your voice, your vote. 13 days until Election Week. Special coverage on Inside Sources. Welcome, everyone. Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. It is just 13 days to Election Day, and of course, uh, voting has started uh, all across the uh, 50 states. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News, and we've got a lot of ground to cover, as always, on the fastest 60 minutes of radio as we try to help you slow things down just a little bit, divide the rage from the reason, elevate the conversation, connect the dots, and help you make the news make sense today. And uh, we're going to do that throughout the next 60 minutes here uh, on Inside Sources today. And we want you to come along and help us elevate that conversation. You can always do that on our Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line at 57500. Again, 57500, Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line. Chime in today. Help us elevate the conversation. And we're going to do that in a number of ways today. Uh, Make sure you are with us at 1135 today. We're going to be joined by both of the candidates for governor here in the great state of Utah. Uh, Lieutenant Governor Spencer Cox and uh, Chris Peterson, the Democratic nominee, uh, will join us in the building, actually, socially distanced in uh, different studios. So it will be an interesting uh, little dynamic there. But we're going to talk about some things that are real critical to the state and to the nation as it relates to how we have our political debates and discussions, how we make sure we have confidence in our election process and that we continue to march our freedom and uh, Republican form of government forward uh, in the days and weeks and months ahead. So stay tuned with us. Again, it's very special uh, to have both the Lieutenant Governor and Chris Peterson uh, joining us today uh, for a very special segment here on Inside Sources and KSL News Radio. So there's a, a lot going on uh, back in Washington, and most of it's not really effective, <laughs> if we're going to be honest today. They uh, are still miles apart and billion, trillions of dollars apart. Uh, in terms of what kind of stimulus should be taking place and uh, what relief should be given to small business owners and entrepreneurs across the country. And uh, those debates just continue to roll on and on and on. And it's time to get to just some some really simple action. I am all for uh, what they generally call a skinny bill, a targeted bill, a laser-focused bill, where we always get into trouble Uh, on both sides of the political aisle is when we try to dump everything into one big comprehensive bill that not everybody can read, that has so many different parts and pieces to it, that we end up getting nowhere in the end. Both sides walk away, blame each other, and go raise money off of the outcome. And that is the problem, pure and simple, is that we've got to get beyond playing it in uh, that kind of manner. We have to get to a different way to get things done for the American people. Uh, we cannot accept any longer that we are letting our elected officials solve their political problems at the expense of solving the American people's problems. That's what they're elected to do. That's what they get paid to do 
is to solve the problems relating to the American people, not to solve their party problems, not to solve their own election problems. Uh, It's about solving the problem of we the people. And we've got to get back to that. And we've got to get a change. And, of course, the rhetoric continues uh, to roll forward on that. Uh, We heard it uh, over the weekend. We heard it yesterday. Uh, Let's start with just a little bit from uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi uh, as uh, she spoke with George Stephanopoulos over the weekend. Are Americans going to get relief before Election Day? Well, that depends on the administration. Uh, The fact is, is that part of the matter is to stop the spread of the virus. Well, we're seeking clarity because actually, uh, with all due respect to some of the people in the president's administration, they're not legislators. So when they said uh, we're accepting the language on testing, for example, and we're just making a light touch, they said they changed shell to may, requirements to recommendations, a plan to a strategy, not a strategic plan. Uh, They took out 55% of the language that we had there for testing and tracing. Okay, so that's the uh, House Speaker and uh, what she believes the issues are. And, of course, she is pointing all fingers uh, at the administration and the White House uh, for not getting this done, uh, not to be outdone. Uh, Mark Meadows, chief of staff to the president, uh, took to the airways and said this. Speaker Pelosi really hasn't uh, negotiated... uh down at all over the last 45 days, contrary to uh, uh, some of her statements to her colleagues. She seems to continue to move the goalposts. Each time she has something that's critical that needs to be uh, agreed to, uh, we've tried to agree to it, and uh, and yet there's some other top priority the minute that that gets agreed to. We've made a, an extremely good faith offer. Hopefully she'll recognize that and her colleagues will recognize it. And, and it's been really the speaker that continues to be very... Uh, uh, rigid in her negotiation. All right, so that's uh, Chief of Staff Mark Meadows uh, from the White House. And this is kind of how it's going to play out, folks. Uh, we're going to hear this throughout the rest of the day today and probably into tomorrow. And they're going to debate all the shalls and shoulds and woulds and what's uh, expansive and what is not, what is taking care of this and not that. And uh, there'll be a lot of debate, and I guarantee you in your email box and on your social media feeds, you're going to see one side or the other uh, proclaiming that it's the other's fault and that they don't care about the American people, that they're just trying to score political points. And to me, that is the essence of the essence of the problem. Now, interestingly, uh, that uh, we've had uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, uh, who has interestingly been negotiating with Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin, um, That's not how this is actually supposed to roll, folks. Uh, This is uh, a legislative issue. It should be done between uh, those that actually have that job and have that job description as outlined in the Constitution. Now, uh, President Trump yesterday mentioned that he's willing to go beyond uh, his own proposal, which was about one point eight trillion. And so they're you know, it's a trillion here and it's a trillion there. And the reality is, is they just need to get to the targeted component of what needs to be done. Vote on that. Force members of Congress from both sides of the aisle to live up to the principles they profess to believe as it relates to the American people, to getting relief, to helping small business owners, to help employees and so on. Rather than just let both sides go to their corner and just lob verbal barrages at one another as to whose fault it is. And whether it's a trillion or a trillion or a three trillion or a two trillion, uh, let's let's get to the real issue. 
And then we also have to make sure we keep in mind that that's real money, folks. And we're already looking at an annual, an annual budget deficit of $3.1 trillion. $3.1 trillion, that's just one. Now, you start adding that up to our mounting national debt, which is $27 trillion and climbing. Uh, many believe this is the greatest threat to the country in terms of national security, is our mounting debt and deficit spending. And that's got to be addressed as well. And so it's time to just say, okay, let's let's put that let's put all the politics on the side and let's just vote one issue at a time. Uh, triple dog dare. This is triple dog dare territory. <laughs> We're triple dog daring Congress to do their job and to just say, okay, let's deal with just one piece of this. Not all three point one trillion or however many more trillion uh, someone will want to add on there, but let's. Let's do it in front of the American people. If you want to make the case for why you should govern and lead and why people should vote for you for the next four years uh, or the next two years as a member of Congress or the next six years if you're running for Senate, make the case by making the case in front of the American people. Demonstrate that you can legislate. That's what you were hired to do. And do it not for your political strategy or for your political party's gain. Do it for the people that you have been elected and hired to represent. We have to get to that conversation. And we need people who are willing to lead that conversation. And we're going to talk about leadership more when we come back. Uh, Leadership is the name of the game and uh, how we go about it and what lessons we can learn from history coming up next on KSL News Radio. Stay with us. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.